I want to start a series of sermons today uh, thematically from uh, the, the book of Psalms and particular perhaps the most the well-known psalm of all uh, which is Psalms number 23 and uh, if you would stand for the reading of this psalm um, the children of Israel sung praises to God matter of fact the book of Psalms is the hymn book of the children of Israel in our hymn book because singing and praying and praising is an intricate part of worship. Amen. On Wednesdays we are studying Dr. Richard Foster's book on celebration of discipline and now we are looking at the celebration of worship. And uh, we are to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. So these psalms, amen. That, that name, that is a name. And, and so Psalms number 23, um, um, we'll be reading that for our time of devotion. We are to be reading the Bible at least 15 minutes a day. We've entered covenant as a fellowship to do that. And now we're going to add 15 minutes of prayer. I know some of you pray more than that, and then some of you don't pray at all. But we want to start doing that. So when you read your devotion, read the 23rd number of the Psalms. We read the Psalms that corresponds to our age. So you will never outgrow the Psalms. Amen. And then we read the proverb that corresponds to the day's date. We read Proverbs for wisdom and we read Psalms for courage. And so we want to focus on the next six Sundays I preach here on Psalms number 23. There are six verses. The old preacher taught me Psalms number, don't ever say a chapter. The old preacher would fall out if you said 23rd chapter, they are just, because there are numbers, there are five divisions, and there are 150 numbered of the psalm. So I'm reading from the King James Version. They just read out loud Psalms 23, and, and uh, um, when you have it, say, I have it. Bring your Bibles. I don't take nobody's word for it. I like to see it for myself, because people will lie say the wrong thing amen so you need to get it straight from the word of god this is the infallible inerrant word of god the bible amen nobody fights confucius nobody fight um, plato and all that but when you bring up the bible people want to try to challenge but this is the word of god all right let's read these three these six verses together psalms number 23 let's read the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. The grass withereth, the, the flower fade away, but the word of our God stand forever. I want to tag this whole series and talk about hope and healing for hurting Christians. You may be seated. Hope and healing for hurting Christians, hope and healing for hurting Christians. Never before in the history of the world uh, we have so many people who are stressed out. People are on the go 24-7. We race through our days with little time hardly to breathe. We are overloaded. We are overwhelmed. We feel like we have to overcommit. We feel like we have to multitask to get anything done. And what amazing fact it is that we have so many machines that's supposed to be time-saving machines to give us more efficiency, and yet we are busier than we ever have been. Ripping and running and running and ripping and ripping and running and running and ripping. And consequently, our marriages are suffering Divorce rate is at an all-time high among Christians. Church attendance have dropped off. Children are running the houses and telling the parents what they will and won't do. Suicide rate is high among Christians. You ask, what is wrong? Every Christian we have uh, we have a savior for our healing and our hope. Now, this 98% of what I preach is for Christians. Now, if you're not saved, at the end of the service, we give you a chance. Uh, but what David is saying and what we are saying is for Christians only. You might say, how can I be saved? I'm glad you asked. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10 said that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God have raised him from the dead, 
thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Just because you go to church don't mean you're saved. Just because you're black and broke and had it tough in life, it doesn't mean you're saved because most people have had it tough in life. Amen. But despite the worldwide popularity of this psalm, it is only applicable to those who can say that the Lord is my shepherd. And amen. This, this beloved Charles Spurgeon called this psalm the pearl of the psalms. And Spurgeon says that this psalm sums up all of the piety and purity of God in this one psalm that the Lord is my shepherd. And, and the thrust of this psalm, psalm is one word, trust. Somebody say trust. Well, within, within these six verses, this thematic theme is developed is that we trust God. Amen, amen. Read why so many people are looking funny because you trying to handle it. Hey, look up, look at me. Some of y'all now looking at your cell phone, getting text. You got to trust. This is about trusting God. If you don't get anything else out of this, because life will throw you a curve. I preached yesterday morning, Mark chapter 4, storms will come in life. And uh, thank you, Sister Roland, about that baseball analogy. Life will throw you a slider. Amen. Now, people now who are wearing drinking, Christians, I'm talking about Christians, seeing fortune tellers, hoochie-coochie doctors, and reading your horoscope. And I tell people all the time, it's a horoscope. Horror, horror. How can that be great? Horrors. You're clenching your rabbit's foot. It, it wasn't good luck for the rabbit. He lost his life. And you... you amen. Ultimately. God Almighty, I felt something right there. because I've been Ultimately. We have to trust God. Can't trust your education. Can't trust your, your, your health. Can't trust your president. You, you can't trust people. See, I told you a few weeks ago, you, you only trust God. And you put confidence in people. And they have to earn that confidence. You can't trust folks. Because folk will look you in the eye and tell you a lie. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'll be there for you. You know I love you. I ain't going nowhere. But you can't trust God. That's why we celebrate. That's why, if it weren't for this, listen, we, we believers, uh, the Christian faith would be just like all other religions. You don't find no Hindus happy. <laughs> you don't find no Muslim doing mission. They stay on the corner selling papers. They just trying to hustle. They, they ain't got no good news. 
What kind of good news is that? I got to blow myself up to get to heaven. That don't make no sense. To do what? And that's why they miss a lot of brothers. We'll listen to they start talking about blowing yourself up. Say, what now we got? Say, I want you to strap this on. Say, is there any other way? Do y'all have a plan B or C? <laughs> but as a believer, hey, I felt I can trust God. See this? I mean, you, if you don't get anything else out of this, because I had somebody come and, uh, not too long ago or tell me, Pastor, there are a lot of people hurting. I know it. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, I've just been pastoring 45 years. Oh, duh. <laughs> I think I know. And yet people come to church, Christians, and still leave the same way because you don't trust your God. You got to trust God. Oh, to my left. We got to trust God. That's why the David can say, just two things I want to lift up out here. Just David said, verse number one, because we're going to take a whole, two things. Because see, uh, uh, God will put you in a position where you have to trust him. Excuse me for being personal. Going on 40 years ago, I was preaching at my second church in, in, in Longview, Texas, St. Paul Baptist Church, and I was teaching the folk on Abraham, having faith. And God said, now if you're going to teach it, you got to live it. I want you to give up your job and go past another, do what? <laughs> give up your teaching position. You got to trust it. Somebody said trust. Amen. Some of y'all thought that this was going to be the only man ever asked you to marry him. God said no. And then look what you got now. You got a Holy Ghost filled husband because you trusted. Well, okay, I got one hand clap. All right, then move on. <laughs> How bless his name. Ah, to my. This psalmist says, this psalmist said to them, he said, the Lord is. There, there's shouting ground right there. See? So the, the Lord is. Amen. He is. <laughs> From everlasting to everlasting. You see, God is not bothered by time. We are all time travelers. And every year we go through the same routine. Our birthday months. Everybody born in August, next month is our month. And birthdays are just reminding you, Jack, you're on your way to die. <laughs> amen. 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 I, I, amen. The older we get, the more medication in our in our bathrooms. When you're younger, we don't take nothing. Young folk just oh, that's why a lot of folk like be around a bunch of us old people. You know, but if you keep living, you'll get old too. Either you get old or you'll die. But 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 one day they'll be talking about us in the past tense. Daddy would have been how old? But whenever you read this text, if the if the Lord bless another. 200 years, if one of my grandsons preached, when they open up, they're still going to be the Lord is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Present tense. Is. Yes, sir. There there. The Lord is. Amen. He is. My shepherd. Look, look how the psalmist get personal. He talk about this. God is my shepherd. The relationship is key because it's personal relationship with God. 
you're talking about to blow your mind when you think about it because the Christian faith is a very mental faith as well. You start thinking about the God they sing about is my personal savior. Every time I fly, especially I love flying, I, and I get up about 35,000 feet and start seeing all those clouds and I think about my daddy made those clouds. This, this God who created heaven and earth, this God who put the wet in the water, the sweet in the sugar, the moo in the cow, and the bark in the dog. This God <laughs> is my shepherd. Oh, yeah, man. It's personal, man. It's, amen. We're not fooling around some little dead God. He, he is my shepherd. It's a personal, vehement relationship with a living Savior. Well, I say there, no other religions have revivals because their Savior is dead. That's why folk don't want to talk to us Christians in the book. Can anybody handle this book, man? You go to Confucius' grave, dead. Buddha, dead. Conf Zoroaster, dead. Muhammad, dead. But you go to Jesus' grave. There's an angel said, he's not here. <laughs> my Savior lives, and he is my shepherd. Throughout this psalm, you'll see the personal. My, I, me. My soul, I walk, I will make me, uh, my head, my cup, my life, I will. It's personal. David is saying, God, now you get this, you'll start shouting, but just hold on. Just, you get this right here, you'll never be the same again. You get this. If you get this right here. Somebody say, say it, Reverend. If you get this, what the psalmist is saying, that Jesus is all I need. My shepherd. See, what's wrong with some of y'all? Y'all still trying to hold on to stuff. You think if you get another car, if I just get married, see, singles are saying, if I could, a lot of singles saying, if I can just get married. Oh. Then you got some married folks saying, oh boy, if I could. <laughs> when the psalmist is saying, Jesus is all I need. Well, that's saying a mouthful. That's why, that's why when you understand this little stuff you've been worrying about, people not speaking to you, not getting a promotion, means nothing when you understand that God is all I need. Romans 8, 31 says, For what shall we say to these things? If God be for me, who can be against me? He is all I need. Better get ready in life, because in life, people going to come and go. What I'm trying to tell my granddaughter, she go off to college. Don't get all hung up, because folk you meet today, in five years, you don't know where they are. My ace, Boone Coons, I hung out with 
in high school, then in college. We thought we were blood brothers to death. I don't see them no more. They don't. Whole lot of folk you thought you was in love with, you don't even know where they are now. And a lot of them, you so glad you didn't marry them. Say, oh God, thank you. <laughs> you see them at high school reunions, say, oh my God. But now Jesus is all I need. Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. And then notice, notice the picture what he uses here for us. He uses, he's our shepherd, we are sheep. Because God's trying to tell us something. You know, have you ever thought about that? Why, of all the animals, he chose sheep to represent us. Why not a lion? The lion king, why not? <laughs> It's on sheep. It was not, it was not a, a German shepherd being cool. But he, because sheep are the most defenseless. Sheep are the most, the dumbest. Sheep are the most animals in the world. They need a shepherd because sheep will wander off. They'll just, they just, they just, they, 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 they wander off. And, 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 and they need guidance. They need somebody. The, the shepherd protects the sheep. Guide the sheep. And, 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 and demonstrate his love for the sheep. We are sheep. That's why a lot of saints just nibble off. People, people try to lay it on me. They know what I mean. They just nibble off. Don't listen to the shepherd. Because see, a whole lot of folk nowadays, this independent spirit, I don't need no pastor but see i tell you if jesus is not your master i'll never be your pastor see if he's not your shepherd then you're never gonna listen to the under shepherd see and 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 and, and, and the shepherd give constant protection amen he he risks everything take care of his sheep Amen. You, read, you read Helen Keller's book on the shepherd, how the shepherd laid down his life for the sheep. He protects her. That's why we don't got to carry no gun. Some of y'all need to unload your weapons. You're spending the time you're spending cleaning your weapon. You could be praying. Amen. Amen. Because we have a shepherd who's going to protect us. All night and all day. The angels keep watching over me, my Lord. He's, he, 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 amen. Even, get this, even, it's going to really blow you up. Even when you wasn't saved, he took care of you. Because a whole lot of us know we've been in some places that we should have been dead. Amen. Some of y'all been so high you smoked some stuff. Amen. You thought you were 747. And now your mind just is clear. Because <laughs> he protects us. 
See, he, 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 he does the shepherd work. That's why I don't stay up all night worrying about who like me, who don't like me, who's in the White House, who, all that kind of work. Because the Lord is my shepherd. Yes, sir. Well, bless his name. <laughs> and then he add this to it. He said, you got to get this now because some of y'all still looking at folk. Still trying to get folk to bless you. Do you like me? Yeah. <laughs> Running yourself crazy. Trying to impress folk. Amen. No, you can't afford that new car. But you want people, when you drive up, say, ooh. And then you broke. Ooh. Go on. <laughs> the Lord. Hey, man. Feel something, right? And then look, look what he said. The second part, he said, I will not want. Amen. Look at, look at, look at what he said. I will not want. I will not want because the shepherd going to provide for me. And we develop the rest of this. He's going to provide rest for us. He's going to provide guidance. He's going to provide safety for us. Uh, the shepherd is going to take care of us. You know, Psalms 84, 11, no good thing will he, with the Lord withhold from them who walk upright. Psalm 34, 9 and 10, shall not, shall not want any good thing. And all those sheep follow their shepherd. There's no care uh, to be aware. The Lord going to take, that don't mean we be frivolous, but it means I don't have to stay up all night. I have someone who is going to take care of my wants and my needs. Well, I shall not want does not mean I'm going to get everything I desire. Because a lot of people start quoting, you know, you want a new car. Well, God said, can you afford it? He said, well, you want a Lamborghini. And you got Pinto money. It does not mean that all, all everything desire shall be. It does not mean I will not face difficulties. See, a lot of people messed up. They think that you get saved, you're not going to have any more problems. All this old crazy stuff going around, naming and claiming it, bag it and tag it and all that foolishness. That don't mean you're not going to have problems. Matter of fact, if I never had any problem, I wouldn't know that God could solve them. And that's why those of us who've been saved a little while ought to be praising God because we know God can do anything but fail. See, we're we going to face some difficulties. Got some members tomorrow. Got two funerals this week. Members who have died. Got members now who are sick in the hospital. You're going to face, it doesn't mean you won't face difficulties. Difficulties is part of life. Job 14 and 1 said, man that's born of a woman of a few days and full of trouble. It doesn't mean you're not going to have some hard times. All of us going to go through something. Now fight. It's through the struggle that God proved himself to us. There are some things you will never learn as long as everything is going right. There are some things we can only learn by the bedside of a dying loved one. There are some things you only hear from God when you are unemployed. Amen. Bless his name. There are some things you won't learn long as you fat, fine, and fluffy. There are some things you only learn when your heart is broken. And you have no other way to look but up. 
Then God said, I'm going to teach you something now. I can tell folk who always had it good because they just play patty cake at church. Yeah. But those of us whose hearts been broken and we almost lost our mind and didn't know which way to go and we remember that the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want always understand oh, bless his name shall not want I want, I want, I want. my heavenly father gonna give me what I need because he's my shepherd. His name is resting on it. You got to understand God's name is at stake. When you call yourself a Christian, your name, God's name is at stake. Yes, sir. I told the young people this morning in the class, uh, my word is my bond. And when I married my wife, I gave her my word. My word and my bone. And I'm just a mortal man. Can you imagine God? When God say he's going to do something, he's going to do it. That's, that's why you need to learn the word and start speaking the word over your worldly situations. You got to claim what the word says. The Lord is my light and my salvation. You got to learn the word of God. And he said, he said, he going to take care of us. He, he going to take care of us. He going to take care of us. Whatever I, I shall not want. Take care. What's wrong with some of y'all? Well, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't celebrate because you're too greedy. You got to learn to be content. What you got. God has blessed us bountifully. God has blessed us beyond our wildest imaginations. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can even imagine or think. And God has blessed us and we come to his house and won't even say thank you. This, this, this God is going to supply whatever my wants are. And he knows what you need. He, he knows. He's not some absent daddy. See, don't get my, the shepherd confused with an absent father. That would mess up a lot of folk. That would a lot of folk. Don't compare God to no man. See, you may have had a lousy daddy, no daddy, but don't confuse God with your daddy. <laughs> He promised never to leave us. And, 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 and while the world appetites want more and want more and want more, we got to learn to thank God for what we have. Be the, the spirit of discontent. People missing church, making more. Amen. A lot of the young folk don't understand it, but used to be a time we didn't have but one pair of shoes. Told the church last week, four last in St. Augustine, I used to have one suit. It was a blue suit. And I wore blue for Easter, blue for Mother's Day, blue for Christmas. Just one suit. And now we got more stuff. Some of you are having a traffic jam in your driveway. Don't know which car to drive. Now, what, what did I drive? Got so many clothes, still got clothes with the tags hanging on them, man. 
and never satisfies. We got to learn that discontent is what got Adam and Eve in trouble. God said you can eat from any tree but the tree and they wanted more. Israel was wandering in the wilderness complaining against what God had provided. And then look at the prodigal son, Luke 15. He wanted more than what his daddy had given him. Look how blessed we are because our shepherd is always going to provide for us. Anybody all be clapping. Listen, I know, I know, I, I, I get it. I, it still bothers me that a whole lot of black folk don't want to talk about slavery. It still bothers me that we act like we came over on the Mayflower. God brought us. We are the descendants of slaves. My granddaddy couldn't read or write. He, he worked on the white man's farm. My daddy had a third grade education. But look what God has done. Look where the Lord has brought us. Because the Lord is my shepherd. Shall not want. Listen, I'm not troubled. Amen. I'm going to trust God. Amen. Come what made day to day. Thank you, choir. I just marvel how the spirit works how that choir just sung come what day from may from day to day answer still gonna be yes why because the lord is still my shepherd <laughs> i don't care who what people say he is my shepherd he he's god and he changes not one sunday afternoon there was a special program and they had two preachers to come and recite the 23rd number song. One young preacher came up first, just finished seminary, dressed well, and he gave the 23rd number of the song. He paused at every punctuation. He spoke every word. His diction was clear as the morning sun. And the crowd just sat there, like some of y'all doing now, just sat there and looked at him. And when he finished, they gave him a polite applause. But then an old preacher came up, shoes run over, suit dirty. And he began to quote the 23rd number the song lord is my shepherd shall know and as he began to quote it pastors clemens say the crowd began to cry and people began to clap and people began to shout hallelujah and so when he finished the 23rd number the song people were raising their hands and Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Then the young preacher, after the service, he was so bewildered, he came to the pastor of the church and said, Hey, what just happened? Here I am, seminary trained. Here I am, I did everything correctly. I paused at every comma. I did every punctuation right, and my diction was correct. And yet the people just gave me a polite applause but with that old preacher no education come up there and quote 
the 23rd number of the psalm the crowd goes wild the young priest says sir I don't understand what just happened and the pastor said to the young man listen son you know the psalm but the old preacher knows the psalmist yeah the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want whatever going on in your life you can say the Lord is my shepherd when you lose a loved one you can still say the Lord is my shepherd when your husband walk away your children acting crazy when your health is all messed up you can still say the Lord is my shepherd the Lord the Lord the Lord Lord, the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want yes sir why are you happy I sing because I'm happy I sing because I'm free he lied on the sparrow and I know he watches me the Lord is the Lord is yeah and when my time here is up good God Almighty when my time here as Pastor St. James is up and you roll me out and put me in the ground and call another preacher he'll still be saying the Lord is my shepherd ain't he alright he's all I need the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want you can celebrate right there the Lord is my shepherd I've seen the lightning flash and I've heard the thunder roll I felt sin break of dashing trying to conquer my soul but the Lord the Lord is the Lord is my shepherd hallelujah I've had the dry tears from my but the Lord is my shepherd I've had to say goodbye to loved ones but the Lord oh the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want you ought to bless him you ought to thank him you ought to bless his name Hills. How is he your shepherd? Jesus. Thank you, Sister Daphne. Jesus. God on a crawl. Buried in a borrowed tomb. But Ella. Sunday morning. He rolled. And the Lord healed. Thank you. I'm not gonna worry. I'm not gonna fret because he never failed me yet. The Lord 
shepherd thank you hallelujah bless your wonderful name thank you the Lord is my you have to be a Christian to say that and if you're not a Christian see a lot of people have been going to church all their life but today you can make him stop trying to figure things out for yourself but when he's your shepherd, he's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. Why? Because I can trust him. He didn't bring me this far to leave me. What the devil meant for my evil. God flipped the strip. Made it for my good. Slavery taught our four parents how to pray. And depend on God. You can make him your shepherd. He's been my shepherd now. Next month will be 47 years. I know what he can do. I know what he's done. And the best is yet to come. Don't give up on God. Lord is my shepherd. 